Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for The Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 354B, the second episode for the week. We will now discuss our thoughts on Old Dads, available on Netflix. With you for that discussion, just Grayson Maxwell and Roger Stillian. For that episode discussing Killers of the Flower Moon, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming, and trailer talk, check out episode 354A, posted on Tuesday, 1031, a.k.a. Halloween. Thank you. All right, Roger, we watched a funny Netflix movie called Old Dads. Mm, Old Dads indeed. Let's start with some particulars here sir tomato meter 26 yep that's not, about right not great bob not great and the audience score of 88 which is much better than 26 oh man what what's what's oh man that difference in that this is why the audience shouldn't be allowed to rank things i agree with you i agree um all right let's get some particulars out of the way old dad's here we go. We're off to the race. Oh, the the Metacritic of forty two, which is just four points lower than that's that's probably about right. Which is just four points lower than the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Um, let's talk about old dads. Much smaller cast: Bill Burr, Bobby Cannavale, Bokeem Woodbine. The three, the three, um, the three uh, stars. Stars here. Yeah, couldn't think of that word. Uh, Katie Asselton, Rain Edwards, Rachel Harris, Katrina Bowden. Uh, Natasha Leggero, directed by, and I'm happy to see this, but Bill Burr, uh, written by him and Ben Tischler. Roger, what's Old Dads about? So Old Dads is about Bill Burr being Bill Burr as a dad theme. Yeah, that's that's about as accurate as I, I mean, look, that's, I mean, that's not what the movie's about, but it's, yeah, if there's. No, it's kind of what it's about. <laughs> I mean, I think Bill Burr is just playing Bill Burr. That's one of my yeah. things. Is uh, it's about three? It's about it's about three guys. Two of them, no, all three of them are fathers. And um, yeah, and they're all in their like late forties, early fifties. I think fifties is more accurate for all three of these guys. But they're they're definitely kind of in. They definitely have different kids in different ages. But it's they're 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 all like they're all kind of caught up in the, they don't really quite accept the younger generation, but they have to because they're the older generation and they, but they're living in a younger generation's world, especially being in where they are like geographically. That's definitely a younger person's um, world. Uh, and they're just mm-hmm. having a hard time coping with, with some, each of them have their own like hurdles to get over. And um, that's so first impressions here. Um, I want to say I was actually really excited to, to, to watch this. Um, the more, uh, the more I thought about, it, the more I watched the trailer again a few times before I watched it, and, and the more excited I was getting. I like Bill Burr as a comedian. I think he's he's hilarious as a comedian. Sure. Super funny guy. He is very much. And I knew who else was in it, and I I don't get a chance to see Bokeem Woodbine very much anymore, but I, he's one that I like, and I like Bobby Cannavale. He 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 could be funny. And there is a scene in this movie that I think is the funniest scene in the movie, and he absolutely owns it. But um. I, I guess my first impressions are I was a little I laughed. I'm not gonna say I didn't because I definitely laughed. Sure. I didn't laugh as much as I wanted to, um, but I did laugh. Uh, but a first, my I guess my first impression after the movie was over was there is definitely some things it could have been better with a, a few small tweaks. I think it could have been a much funnier comedy for Netflix. I think so too. I I really do agree with that. 
So um, before I, I dig into this movie, I do want to bring up something um, that is a noticeable pattern in things. And I know I brought this up about Netflix stuff because this is a Netflix original. Um, we have watched other things made by Netflix more recently that are not comedies that are of much better quality of a movie than this. Uh, it seems like when they have comedies, they can't get it right um, to me. This is another swing and a miss. Now, listen, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh and there wasn't some funny moments here, but like this story is soft as shit. It is. It is. Um, and it's also so infuriating to me at some points. I'm just like, nobody would live their fucking life like this. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of how I feel about this. Like, somebody's trying too hard to be edgy and like a dickhead. Like, that's the vibe that I get from this movie. Now, listen, at some points, it's funny. And most of the time, I'm just like, bro, what are you doing? You know, like, you're trying too hard to be a mad, angry person. I would agree. And so, uh, the movie kind of loses itself, I think, in that is it, it, it some scenes were not as funny that could have been with again, with like just a few lines of dialogue tweaked could have been a lot funnier. Well, I, I don't even know if you need to tweak, but like you just needed to stop when the jokes hit instead of keep driving the joke into the ground. Yeah, that's probably not a bad like way. that's that's the thing that I'm, I, you know, like, look, if you want to comment on somebody being, you know, you know, making fun of them because they're an old white guy. Like, look, I get that. That can be funny in some points, but like, I don't need 65 jokes about that. You know, I mean, but at some point I'm just like, yeah, dude, I get it. You're, you're, you're an old white guy. But you know, what's funny <laughs> about that. It's like Bill Burr is a, an extremely successful comedian that knows something about yep. timing, knows something, knows about when to drop a joke, when to move on from a job. I'm surprised given how he was a director, he would have absolutely had a lot of hand in editing this. And I'm sorry, or in probably in the, he definitely would have approved the script beforehand i'm so surprised that some of these jokes went on as long as they did and they kept recurring i'm surprised because mm-hmm. he, he should as a comedian i think as a as a very successful comedian i think he should have known better than that well let me let me bring up a point here that's one of the early scenes of the movie right you know when he's a couple of minutes late from picking his son up from pickup we get the confrontation with the lady running the school the private kindergarten, right? <laughs> and, you know, she's like needling him a little bit. Like, look, yeah, she sucks. I get that, right? <laughs> she's awful. But, like, the, you know, he says, hey, you know, what's the, you know, is there going to be a problem here? And be like, dude, like, what are you going to do? Fight her? You, you understand? You know what I mean? Like, that's the vibe that like, they're trying to put off. Like, yeah, dude, you were late for pickup. Just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, it won't happen again. You know, let me know what I need to do and we'll correct this, you know, move along. Cause like I'm in the, I'm in the wrong. It's my fault, whatever. But no, he immediately steps up and like, well, is there going to be a problem here? Well, yeah, dude, you were late. And then you don't know what the procedure is. So this is what happens. But and like, then look, and, you think that's a real scenario? <laughs> no, not at all. But so, okay. But even past that. So, I mean, like, look, you argue with somebody at pick up for your kid. Okay. That shit happens. Right. But then like this whole thing where he gets, he has to apologize to all these people. There would have been no fucking way in a million years that I would have anything to do with that. I'd be like, I'm pulling my kid out of here. We're gone. Well, that's, like, we're not doing that. That's why it's, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think that's more the California. Um, I think that's more the, where were they? California, New Mexico, something like that. I, I don't know. I assumed it was L.A., but then someone someone said something about it's not illegal in New Mexico. So whatever they – anyway, maybe they just drove over the board. Anyway, I don't – I think that was a commentary. Yeah, they're in L.A. because they try to drive to Vegas. Oh, that's right. So I think that was more the commentary on on L.A. being ridiculous. And Bill Burr being Bill Burr, that, I mean, he's definitely on 
one side of the spectrum and it's making fun of sure. LA. So, I mean, no, and like, look, I get it. Those people also suck, <laughs> but like the minute they're be like, listen, you need to apologize to all these people. And I've been like, well, Hey, look, sorry that all that happened. Anybody saw it. That's on me. It won't happen again. They're like, no, you got to take questions about it. No, I don't. I don't have to fucking do that. Like nobody in their right mind is going through this just so your kid can be in a private kindergarten, which also I think is an asinine thing. You know, like, you know, I have a kid school age. Like there's, I'm not doing this. Like we're not doing this. <laughs> like it's yeah. not, not how life works. So like, I mean, I get they're They're trying to make it like, Oh, this is so absurd. This is so crazy. And this is supposed to be funny. Well, like, look, I know it's absurd, but it's not that absurd. And it's not funny. Like, that's the problem here. So, like, when you have the good funny jokes sprinkled in with, like, the, oh, this is just some old man shaking his fist at a cloud, you know, like, <laughs> that too much of one thing does not make it better. Well, no. You know, but, just yeah. keep continuing a narrative. Which, well, I don't understand why they went on with the scene, what the scene you're talking about is because, like, I think he had the funniest line in that scene when, when he first was, like, mustering up the the strength to say what he's going to say. And he's, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry to the six of you that heard it, that told the other 40. Like, I thought that was, funny. yeah, no, that's, that's a funny joke. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. And then like, there's a woman that starts crying. Like, come on, bro. Well, I <laughs> come mean, on. look as, as, as come on, bro, as that is like, I'm sure that's a look, that's a, we both know in this world, that's a real thing. So sure. I would just fucking leave. Yeah. That's again, <laughs> just pull your kid out and leave. I mean, that's the whole that's thing. It. That's what that's the whole thing. And that's that's the asinine scenario that they're in is he's just doing he never would have like the company acquisition never would have gone over like that. They never would have lost well, their shares in that. So I, I want to, you know, and I, I'm glad that they at least circled around for that. Like, there's no way they could have cut him out. Right. They sold the company. How much money did they get for selling that company, by the way? Uh, do, we, do we even we, we never even know. Nope. They never once talk about it. It's like funny at it's, all. It's funny how all three of these guys have money troubles, but they just seem to have money for everything all the time. You know, well, they, here's the thing: did they actually have money trouble? I don't never got the vibe that they had money trouble. Uh, maybe now they, listen, they didn't. They weren't employed at that time because they lost their jobs. I don't believe that they had money trouble. Well, I mean, he does say during the auction to his wife after the, when they blow up, he's like, "I just spent three grand. We don't have." So well, people, okay, the, that's true. That doesn't mean that they're losing their house, though. <laughs> you know, fine, and that's that's true. But but I mean, then the other part of that too is when he gets in the argument again with the lady there, when she's like needling, is like, can you afford to do it? Like, bitch, mind your business. You know, <laughs> like that thing. Yeah, no, I, I get that. You. And you know, I just figured out where that where um where the where the woman's from. It's uh that's the girl mm -hmm. that's that's the girlfriend in Hangover. That's um yeah. That's, I forgot that she's so good at being that awful, awful woman that no one likes. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah, but she's great. That's <laughs> Rachel Harris. She's wonderful at what she does. Mm -hmm. um, so back to kind of looking at this film was with a more like a scalpel than what do you think about just with even talking about the acting, just about our three, our three dads, Bokeem Woodbine, Bill Burr and Bobby Cannavale. Did you find, do you find it natural or did you find it kind of weird? I find none of them as believable human beings. No, well, none of this movie is believe. That's the whole thing. Is it's all they're all extremes. All they're all extremes of some like weird stereotype. You know, you're right. That's the point of this movie is to be that. So, um, I I think you're right about that. I think that's what kind of attracted. I imagine that's what attracted Bill Burr to this, or what made him write it is, you no, know, just be ridiculous, and you know, you can mm -hmm. 
that's what he does. Like that's he's a comedian. That's I'm I'm glad that you know I'm glad that he made the, I'm glad that he directed this too. Is I'm surprised at some of the choices he made, but I'm glad he directed it. So we got like the, the the take of the comedian who's got his hand behind every every you know creative aspect of this movie. I like that a lot. But the acting to me is Bo Keen is a weird choice because I don't he doesn't do this comedy stuff very often. But he's I thought he was actually of the three dads. I thought he was the most. He's the believable. funniest guy. Well, he's the most believable of the three. He's the one that's like going through like what I think is like a, the most believable problem. Yeah, but he's divorced as adult children, you know, children that are about to be adults. He's got a girlfriend, you know, that kind of thing. And then finds out that she's pregnant and like his whole life, like all this thing he had lined up just falls apart for him. Yeah, but I kind of I love that he just goes catatonic on her and just leaves. (laughs) Just gives her the worst hug ever and just walks out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that's I mean, I, I do love in the beginning how. You know, the, again, some of the stuff with the in the beginning, how the 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 kid with the stick, like it was just, it wasn't. That should have been fucking hilarious, and it wasn't. That's what kind of caught I me. Know, it like, was kind of funny when he tripped him, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah," because like no one said, "Like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll give you that one." But that scene, it should have been a whole lot funnier than it was, especially because it was the opening. So again, mm-hmm. it should have been. That that scene should have been the one that you tell your friends. Oh, you know, you, you got to see this scene with the stick and the kid, and it just wasn't. And then like the the weird two rivalry between the two wives, like that was weird and forced and didn't. So you know. that was weird, and it was also more weird too when we had the little kid again when she, he hit the the pregnant mom. You know, Bill Burr's wife hit her in the stomach. Dude, like, look, I'd have punched that kid. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know. And listen, okay, I get it. You know, you're not supposed to talk about other people's parenting styles, which is something I actually believe. But like, dude, you got control. You're like, this is not unacceptable. Like, do you realize, you know, do you realize like, your kid just punched the stomach of a pregnant woman? Yeah. Like, like I, I punched your kid in the face. <laughs> like, that's what happened here. Like that's that's one step so. away from like starting to kill and dissect rabbits. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, one bro, yeah. no, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't that like, I, I don't know if it was the, if, if it was the other wife who seemed just not like a almost like a caricature of what he, they were trying to capture but she didn't seem real either like not even a no. little bit like no, like i said most of these people don't feel like they're real people that's the problem comedies like that's that's what the early 2000s comedies in the late 90s they did so even the comedy we talked about um that you recommended for the amazon the uh, dirty work everyone mm. they all feel i mean as ridiculous and lewd as they are they all feel like they could be real people Somewhat grounded, yes. Yeah, and it's we just I don't know what it is with Netflix that all of their even comedies like when I mean I, I use the term comedy loosely, but like me time is like none of those people are fucking real. None of them. Like not one character in that movie is real. Not one character in that movie is real. Um Well, let me ask a question. Let's let's go down the Netflix rabbit hole. What was the last good comedy we really watched from Netflix? Right, I might have to consult the Google box. I have to look this up. Let's just do best comedy on Netflix. Let's see what comes up. I bet you it wasn't this year. Great. Let's go through the list of shitty things that we've seen. Outlaws, Murder Mystery. Well, Murder Mystery actually wasn't terrible for what it was. Murder Mystery 2 wasn't terrible. We Have a Ghost, awful. Awful. Let's see. What else? Um, you're so not invited to my bot mitzvah wasn't a terrible movie. No, but again, so I, I, I wouldn't, want... I don't know if I'd call that a, 
like a straight up comedy either. It's though. not a straight up comedy, sure. Uh, you people, I, I also did not like at all. So I didn't, I just didn't think it was funny. Yeah, me neither. Murder Mystery, Murder Mystery 2, they're okay for what they are. I think, you know, the the wild and out there Adam Sandler kind of does it, but um, I mean, I would say, I, w- I would go to say like even, um, my, I mean, Eurovision is probably the best comedy they've ever done. Well, it might be. That's I mean, I, I don't, I mean, true. none of the kissing booths. It's just are, crazy for me to think about. I agree with you. Kissing Booth movies are awful, bro. Yeah, no, that's said they're, they're, Oh, it, it depends on if you consider Mitchell's versus the Machines a comedy or just animated. But that's excellent. That's animated. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a, that's an excellent movie. So I mean, they that is their property, I guess. So I'll give them that. But I mean, there's they, this is not very good at this whole comedy thing. <laughs> I don't, that's, which is weird because they have just about more comedy than they have about anything else. Which is strange to me because like comedy shouldn't. With the amount of talent you have access to in your in your massive Netflix endless, you should be able to attract the best writers and the best talent to deliver those lines. It's all about like I'm I'm going down through this list of it's just nothing like nothing good. So I would say Eurovision. And this one isn't this one's like middle of the pack. I don't think it's terrible. Old dads, but there's also nothing that stands out in this movie besides Bill Burr. Um, no, yeah. But I, I don't think again for for the characters. I don't think any of them seemed real. And the one that did seem realist, he had like the most generic arc in the entire, like the most like tropey arc in the entire movie too. You know, um, I, I don't think there's anything special here with like the like the set design or anything. So, but I mean, otherwise, I don't. There's an interesting thing when it comes to like recommending comedies from because like Netflix it isn't I want everything to be watched on the big screen I, any movie that comes out theatrically yes watch it I'll give you reasons why to watch it I'm that guy but as far sure. as Netflix goes I, I'm I'm finding a hard time to I mean if you like Bill Burr this is a slam dunk but if you don't like Bill Burr then this is this is a it, it's it's a pass right yeah probably I mean, even after watching it, I kind of think it might be a pass. So let's talk about that. Let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> fair. So let's let's talk about one of the other things I didn't like about that. I hated was the their their attempt at like the the millennial takeover of the or the Gen Z takeover of the business. That guy was what was his, his name? Yeah, Aspen Aspen Bell. Like, do you get more Gen Z than that? Um, Aspen Bell. I don't even think like that's even a the way he acted. It was just. Every time he was on screen, except for like two minutes in the in the casino, it just felt so overwritten and forced. Every fucking line of dialogue he had. Yep. You know what it seemed to me like? It just seemed to me like they someone had seen the movie. Um, well, ah, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. They tried Google. What, what was that? Was that movie? The Internship. The Internship. Yep. Is a much better version of this movie in a weird way, but it's. It's like it's because some of that movie is hilarious, but then again, you have the right pieces in the right places to make it hilarious. But this one is just this seemed like a an amalgamation of like four or five different movies, and it was never as funny as any of them. And it, it, no. it stole from a dozen. And then to me, that, that that's a problem. And it just for for as as hard as I laughed at some of these scenes, and I'll tell you the scene I laughed at the most in this one was because I appreciate. I have a lot of friends now who like I talk to about, you know. I'm 38. A lot of my, especially my high school friends are also 38. And like, they've been married, mm-hmm. they've been married now for several years. You yourself have been married now for 
a number of years and many years yep. some of them look at me just when i talk to them when i when i go home like for instance when i'm now and i'm home and I, I get the chance to go out and get a beer they just look at me with like the deadest eyes of anyone ever and i'm like how's things going they look at me like they wish they would be in vietnam <laughs> um but like i love what he's writing the letter bobby cannavale's character uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's writing the letter he's like he's talking about oh i miss you guys i love you guys and he's telling the story about like the shepherd that he as soon as he hears a, like a, a sound he, the he floorboard creaks he shoves it in his mouth. He rips it out of the notebook and shoves it in his mouth, like a Vietnam tortured, like a tortured Vietnam prisoner trying to hide the like the lock pick they found. Um, mm-hmm. That to me was the funniest part of the movie. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. I had, I had to pause it. I think I may have tinkled a little bit. I, to me, that was so fucking hilarious. Um, yep. And some of the Bill Burr stuff was funny, like when he. I mean, like, but that's that's the that's the main sell of the movie is Bill Burr on. Not on stage, but on screen for ninety minutes. You know what I mean? Like, actually, you know what? Another another thing that was funny to me involved uh, uh, Bobby's character again, where they're they're on their way to Vegas and he's doing coke in the back of the car. <laughs> he just sprays. He's up. like, "Take it easy, killer. We got a long long way to go there." And then it cuts, and then he's doing another line of coke, and then you see the sign that says Vegas two hundred and seventy <laughs> miles. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's funny to me. It is funny. It is, but because he's, but also, oh, yeah. I think Cannavale is Cannavale's done funnier movies than this. He's been funnier than this before. But he's a comedian too. That's why I think. I mean, this is not Cannavale. You're not catching him at his at his best, which I think maybe is kind of the allure of the fact that he's older now. But it's maybe. I think he had some of the funniest scenes, um, and like. I mean, how could you not like the like Bill Burr's comedy? All the, all the funny scenes were like were one hundred percent Bill Burr comedy. For instance, when he's talking about the guy about who's vaping, he's like, "I'm not smoking." He's like, "Um, it's it's called smoking because the fucking smoke coming out of your mouth, yeah, when you remove the thing, yep. the you know, it's just like that's like Bill Burr comedy, and and he even sure. delivers the line the same way, and it's just I I'm not sure I like. Whoever plays his wife, his wife, Katie Asselton, as his wife, Leah, is, I think she kind of had to work with more than she was given because she wasn't given a whole lot. It's just Bill Burr is just an angry guy who doesn't understand the next generation. That's all he is, or the, the two generations sure. after him. It's all he is. So, I mean, I thought her, she actually seemed like a real character. I can't say everyone didn't seem real because she seemed real. And her, I think her reasons of wanting to start a fight were seemed legitimate. Now, you're a, you're a husband with a with a daughter. Can mm-hmm. you you can I see am. you can see that as a possible argument with, with with your wife, right? Yes, absolutely. The fact that you're so angry all the time and you just snap at everyone and just you won't shut up and just make everyone yeah yeah you're just an asshole to be an asshole. Fair. Yeah. Right? No, I get it. Like you don't want and like look, I can be a real dickhead sometimes, but like I'm too lazy to be really bad at really mean about it because like I just leave. <laughs> right. Just not, sure. I don't need to do this. And I'm out of here. Whatever happened to Travis? Why the hell did he not come back in this movie with them? Why mm. the Why the hell was he not a fourth? And you know, I don't know. Why the Why then? Why even bring him in this? If all the all you're gonna do is fire him to get rid of him, why is he even in this movie? Just so he can. I don't know. Just so he can the deliver whole, the N word. Is that why they had him in? Yeah, there? The, the whole movie is just ridiculous. You know, like things. I mean, like that scene. I actually think with Bokeem going at him, like I think that's actually hilarious because he did. He just like ah, and stops in the middle. He's like, good. <laughs> like that's funny. 
But I mean, other than that, you know, I, this movie just tries too hard and it's never that funny. Like, why is Bruce Dern in this movie? Like, I don't know. I'd be an old version well, of Bill Burr. That's a, I mean, as soon as as soon as he started talking about the world wasn't isn't what he what he what he used to remember. It's like, oh, you ever seen one of those motherfuckers stop at a stop sign? <laughs> God, like Bruce Dern, can you be any older? Like, my God, is he a hundred? No, Bruce Dern's old as shit, bro. He's like one hundred and seventy five. Actually, how old is Bruce Dern? I know. I'll, hold on. Let's look. Let me look at his birth date. Um, He's eighty seven years old. He was born in thirty six. <laughs> Like before the <laughs> before the Second World War even started, he was he was born. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, I this movie could have done with or without Bill Burr. I mean, Bruce. It could have been anyone in that car. You know. So I want to bring up one other thing too that I thought was a weird choice. Um. Talk about Leah, his his wife. Um. That he references that he he's supposed to be fifty one years old in this movie, right? And he repeatedly references that she is younger than him, and like. They're in a different generation and she doesn't understand how he feels in real life. She's 45. Mm. Like they're not that far away from each other in age. That would be like, whoa, that's a crazy large age difference. You know what I mean? So like, I don't understand. Like, do we think that she's supposed to be like 30 or 25? I, mean, I, th- I think in her maybe earlier mid thirties is what the movie tried to, but she never, yeah, she never looked it. I never get that vibe. I never, yeah. I don't want to be that guy who points that out, but like she doesn't, she definitely does not look like she's in her thirties at all. No, and she doesn't act like it either. No, she doesn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know why you're trying to paint that. If you, if, if you, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you're right about that. Um, one thing I want to say though, is Josh Brenner. Also, he's, he's been in several good things, but he, again, he was in the, um, the internship as their kind of, their, at the time would have been a millennial kind of team lead. Do you remember him? He was, the I, guy, and he was one of the parents. In this, he was one of the parents. And this, this is like, does anyone remember when they were all having that meeting about how they're going to run the the party? And he's like, maybe the, maybe the two white guys referring to Cannavale's character and Bill Burr's character shouldn't lead the, the conversation. Oh yeah. And I'm like, 3% Sri Lankan. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, that's funny only because like, it's again, it's so ridiculous. Right. The more I talk about this movie, the more I think like it's just. I think the I I think the big crime here is just it. The old dad's tries too hard to be funny when it just could have. It had, it has several comedians in it. Like if you just, if you just let them find their straw, I'm sure it would have been funnier if you just let them kind of ad lib their things. Just say, them, like, yeah, just let them go. And say like, here's what you need to say, but if you if, you know deliver it how you want to and throw a few more lines and that's fine. But I don't want to you know I don't want to stifle your creativity when it comes to comedy, but. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me why they wouldn't have just. This movie has all the elements to be hilarious, and it's not. And I'm. It's not. And I'm just. I'm a little disappointed because I was super excited to watch this because I mean I again I like Bill Burr, I I wanted to laugh, but I, I guess that's where we'll walk into scoring it. Then is. Well, can I make one more thing? One other thing I thought is funny in yeah, this movie, when we're showing the time passing, and uh, he's growing his hair out. <laughs> And he's got like the old man horseshoe, red hair. Cause <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Well, again, he's just not shaving his head. That's just that's just Bill Burr being crazy, Bill Burr. But yeah, yeah. I, I I think the biggest crime here is it's just it's mediocre at best, and it should have been better. So I mean, this we're leaning into my score. Uh, I'll start it if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Um, to, to me, this is it's 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 regrettably a four. 
I mean, I can, I know five is the recommend, but like, I can recommend this to people, but like, I'm not gonna, if you're looking for a great comedy, this is not that comedy, not even close, but unfortunately I just, four is I think where it sits, man. And it's unfortunate because I wanted to give it a much higher than that. So I'm actually going lower than oh, that. Man. I'm going all the way down to a three and you recommend, you talk about even at a four, you can recommend it. Like I wouldn't even recommend this to my buddies that I know like Bill Burr. <laughs> I think that I'll be like a step. Well, here's direction. the thing. I'll be like, look, man, it's not even funny in that aspect. You've seen some of this stuff before. It's not anything that I would be like, Hey, that's great. And like, look, I love Bill Burr, the stand-up comedian. His shtick isn't nearly as like thrown in your face when he's doing actual comedy than it is in this movie. So like, I think there should have been a better movie here and it's not. And like, I find most of it cringy even, um, which I hate saying that shit, but it really is just like, yeesh, you know, like that's not funny. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to stick with my three. That's fair. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I gave it a four. It's not like, it's not like I was at a six and you're at a three. So no, it's true. Um, I, I just, I, I wanted more out of this and it's a shame we didn't get it because what is Netflix doing? That's the thing that I don't understand is like, they have all the time in the world to make this right. And they just, they can't ever hit the mark with a comedy. You know their 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 percentage for good comedies is, given what they release, is so low that mm-hmm. I mean, if I were Netflix, that would be my thing. Is like, no, no, we can we can make decent to mediocre to bad movies, but our comedies have to be on point. That's what's going to keep getting people to subscribe. People telling their sure. friends is the comedies. You know, it's just it's just, it's it's a shame, but. Unfortunately, it's just not very good. I, I mean, again, I, I want to be fair. I did laugh a few times. Uh, sure, so did I. It wasn't what I was expecting, given the given the nature, given the given the poster, given who's in charge of it, given who wrote it, given who directed it. Not what I was expecting, which is a shame. I mean, you have a very hilarious line about stuff that you know, like filming yourself flipping water bottles. <laughs> I did think that was pretty funny. <laughs> this generation, that's what I they do. I laughed at that. That's what they do, man, on TikTok. They flip bottles, which is accurate as hell. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Roger, for joining us for this. Well, me for this. Sure. Episode 354B. This has been episode 354B mm-hmm. of For Love Cinema, a movie podcast. East new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. But more importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Raj Stillian. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week... Though, Roger, you will not be here. It'll, be, it'll just be me and Chris. Five Nights at Freddy's and Pain Hustlers on Netflix. Yes. Pain.